0: Anybody can go on social media and say, I'm awesome. Anyone. (laughs) Joe Schmo can go on and say, I'm the coolest in the world. I'm the bomb.com. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the bomb.com. Right? Anybody can say that. Not anybody can be on television.
1: This is The Playbook, where I give you access each week to the world's greatest athletes and executives about their personal and professional playbook and what has made them champions on and off the field. This is The Playbook. I am so excited because this is one of my favorite young entrepreneurs. She's an incredible PR mastermind, a mindset expert. She is the co-founder of Super Connected Media. And I'm gonna start with the Super Connector Media part of it. Jen Gottlieb, welcome to the playbook.
0: Dave, this is the best day ever. And I'm not (laughs) even just saying that like, this is a manifestation right here of me sitting with you.
1: What's so, and this is the first time I've ever used my new studio. Uh, for a podcast which is amazing and I can't think of a better person to have come in here because one of the things that makes you successful is something that I couldn't do when I was your age and I wanted to be a celebrity when I was your age and I could not be an authentic celebrator Mm. Uh, I I couldn't authentically be happy for my I was so competitive uh, so scarce in my mentality that if anyone had any success that I could not, I, I would say congratulations, Right. but like when you're in here and immediately you say like, you deserve, like, I know it's so authentic and I've had to work at that and I've become a, a good one, not as great as you. How important is it for not just to be authentic yourself, but to be able truly to elevate those other people, but also celebrate them, not be competitive, you know, that, oh, he's on this interview or he has this, I don't attitude.
0: So I think that we grow up, most of us, being conditioned to have that competitive mentality. So I had that competitive mentality too, full on. There was, and I was an actress, Dave. (laughs) So like, I was like- So you're good
1: at rejection. Oh
0: my gosh, I'm good at rejection. (laughs) I'm really good at- Screw that bitch. I'm better than her. Like I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna get that part. And I was very competitive. And I used to think like, oh, if my friend gets a role, that means I I'm in lack. Like I can't get there, there's not enough to go around. And then I read a book called The Science of Getting Rich and it talks about being on the creative plane instead of the competitive plane. And as you know, like attracts like. So if we're here competing against each other and like there's not enough to go around, and if you have it, I can't have it, then what are you gonna attract? Exactly that. And so when I started just like being excited for people genuinely and lifting them up. I was like, oh my God, wait a minute. If I lift this person up, they're then gonna lift me up. That's how it works. It's the law of reciprocity. It's actual science. So if I'm here like, this is amazing, Dave. This is the greatest thing of all time. You're gonna then say to me, well, you deserve this too. And if I was down about it, then you would have down energy. So that's how I learned that.
1: It's so important in, in this idea of super connector. And I said, super connected is we're all connected. yeah. And to be able to clear the interference between us and what we're connected to and through, but also to others without that ego, mm-hmm. with without the need to be right or offended or resentful or competitive, separate, mm-hmm. inferior, superior, anxious, frustrated, and guilty. Uh, to be able to do that at such a young age is interesting to me because like you said, naturally, You are in a scarce environment, a zero sum game. If I don't get this part, you know, some, or if I do get it, somebody else won't get something else. It's not Mm -hmm. a value add. What part of your career or where did you start to shift this paradigm that took me so many years to learn to that we don't live in a zero sum game? What was there an incident or was a variety of incidents that allowed you to evolve to say, wait a second, I can't elevate others to elevate myself?
0: It was really in this new, um, I guess, realm that I'm in of public relations and PR. And so what we do is we help other people be seen. It's not, you know, yes, I'm very visible my goal is to be on stages and speak as much as possible. But really at the end of the day, it's to help other people have the courage to start putting themselves out there and be successful. So I've shifted my mindset from it being about me and about like, oh, well, what can I get from this and how am I looking to other people, more so to how can I show up to help as many people as possible be seen and then when I see the people that I help like get on TV, get in publications and feel like, oh my God, that feeling and feel so proud of themselves and really start to come out as the person that they were truly meant to be, that brings me more joy than any stage, any role, any big podcast, any amount of money, seriously, than I ever could. That's why I do what I do. And when I found that, I was like, this is what life's about. And more came to me the more I did that too, so.
1: Which is amazing, and you know, let's talk about stages. Yeah. Um, Being someone that's in PR, there has, and and I'm someone who, running the most notable sports agency in the world, learned about elevating brands and frequencies and have studied the marketing, advertising, and public relations and investor relations side of things. in a traditional manner. And so until the last five years, really didn't understand how would social media or Mm -hmm. digital platforms uh, equate or elevate the traditional forms of media. And I study history to determine human nature and then apply the human nature to the technologies or methodologies or platforms that exist today. When I did that, I realized, believe it or not, by studying history that Shakespeare has had the most impact on my ability to do uh, PR and to assist people uh, in that, because he said one thing, and I don't know how he had this awareness, the whole world is your stage. Yes. And we were speaking before the podcast, and I said, Jen, you were the only one that when I talked about my stage theory, about how a billboard on a freeway has exponential value comparatively to ever before and why it has so much value. Or in respect, TV is really Mm -hmm. where uh, I saw you look at me with that just twinkle in your eyes that, I'm like, how does she get this? Because I know when I talk about the stage theory about capture, modify, amplify, and perpetuate content, that when I talk about people, TV's really important, um, that they don't get why. I would love for you to explain my stage theory of why a TV show today that, you know, why an appearance on a TV show or having your own TV show is so not only important, but it's so much more valuable, even though there's all this amplified social media, free media and lives and attention that you can get on those methodologies and platforms.
0: Okay. So there's so much I can say about this. We could talk about this all day long. I can go on social media, anybody can go on social media and say, I'm awesome, anyone. <laughs> Joe Schmo can go on and say, I'm the coolest in the world, I'm the bomb.com, look at me, look at me, I'm the bomb.com. right? Anybody can say that. Not anybody can be on television. Not anybody can get the call from Good Morning America or the Today Show or Dave Meltzer and say, please be on my show. So automatically, you being on television gives you street cred, it gives you credibility. And your greatest asset as an entrepreneur, storyteller, anybody that wants to make an impact is credibility and authority. The only way to get credibility is for a validated, trusted source to choose you and put you on their platform. Not necessarily you putting yourself on that platform. Like if you think about it, Whenever um, people introduce somebody when they walk onto a stage, let's say to speak, or maybe someone on their website when they're introducing themselves in their bio, it doesn't say Jen Gottlieb has 200,000 Instagram followers. It says Jen Gottlieb's been featured on VH1, MTV, whatever, Good Morning America, Forbes, Today Show, all of those things, because those are your credibility markers. And what we say, and I truly believe, is 20% of the value of the media hit or the television show or whatever it is is that actual show. 80% of the value is what you do with it and how you use that photo of you on TV or that clip of you on TV, right? And amplify that across all channels to give you that credibility and for people to say, oh crap, well, if she's on that show, I gotta listen to her.
1: You nailed it right there and You know, it's so interesting because I I know that 99% of all statistics are made up. So I'm going to go even more aggressive and say that being on, and I've been on the biggest TV shows, still go on them. I have my own now, but I always say, look, it's, this is only 5% of it. So whether it's elevator pitch, office hours, two minute drill, the playbook, you know, which are on now the biggest platforms. I always say to my own participants, see, unless you get that this is the only 5% of it, we're not gonna get the value out of it. And I'll give you an example because it's one that most people, I, I was blessed to be featured in American Airlines Magazine, which was a bucket list, Eagle so Boost. Cool. I wanted my friends that are flying to be yeah. like, just without telling them, looking through the magazine. And of course, they were, you know, disgracious enough to allow me to pick what months. You get two months when you do the, the feature. What month did you December choose? and January, because yes. most people travel. But my karma in my lesson was that it was during COVID. Mm which was such a blessing because it forced me to use the stage theory. So what I did was made fun of myself. I got the magazine, Uh which very few people saw because nobody in December was flying. But I got the magazine and I told a story about ego and how I dreamed about having it. And I had the magazine in in the video. I'm going, look at me. I thought all my friends would love me, think I'm awesome. Meanwhile, I'm telling my frequency and my story and my brand of humility, which is one that I really is authentic to me to be humble. It's a lesson I've learned. I wasn't always humble. But then I also was now amplifying the fact that what? And I'm doing it right now, by the way, by telling yep. this story, right? Yep. People are like, holy shit, Dave Meltzer was featured in American Airlines, uh-huh. the American Airway magazine. Yes, I was. But this is what you get to understand. And so you to help people because they're so resistant to traditional media, billboards, magazines and TV, you actually created a boot camp Yeah. that you say within five days mm-hmm. that you actually can help people understand how to get on the shows. Yeah. But more importantly, when you're on, because being on, it's great. Like I, you know, but how awful is it to have to tell somebody, oh, you you should go watch me on Good Morning America Mm -mm. or did you see me on Good Morning America? That's awful. (laughs) Please don't say that. Anyone
0: listening? Yes, please. (laughs) Please.
1: So so what does the boot camp teach us uh, and why should people come to that boot camp to really learn the stage theory?
0: Okay. So. The bootcamp teaches, it's five days, and it teaches everything that you need to be able to get on the show, just like what you said. So, first day is all about confidence, all about mindset, because without that piece, no one's gonna put themselves out there. They're just gonna stay hiding. Many people that come to our bootcamp have never even gone live on Facebook before. Wow. And some of them get on TV before the five days are over, which is insane. <laughs> before they
1: still are on Facebook,
0: a thousand percent. So day one's all about confidence. Day two is about clarity, finding the right TV shows for you to pitch. Finding because there's so many, so much more opportunity than you even realize. Day three is about messaging. Day four is how to write a pitch, and day five is how to use your network to be able to tap into to get the actual placement. But the stage theory. So I'm obsessed with the fact that like goosebumps everywhere that you used a story that related to your brand and to actually the people that follow you and their pain points to share that you were in that magazine. Because if anybody listening goes online tomorrow and says, look at me, I was in Forbes, everyone check it out, I'm gonna delete you. (laughs) Because no one wants to hear that, that's not relatable. So the way that we tell people and teach people to amplify their media because It's all about amplification. People will read your article. People will see the TV show, but that's not where you're going to get the most bang for your buck. You're going to get it from how you tell the story about you being on TV. So we always teach, think about your ideal customer's pain point. Are they scared to work with you? Are they scared to invest? Are they annoyed that it's COVID and like their business is like blowing up because COVID happened? What's going on in their mind? And then how can you relate to them by telling a story about you that kind of Adds in the fact that you were on TV, exactly like what you did, so it, you just explained it perfectly how we teach it.
1: And I think one of the things that people learn from you as well, and I, you know, in conversations that we've had and others in our circle, our mindset, our like-minded people. Um, I used to be like everyone else, and even on my signature of my emails would list list out, you know, executive producer of this or top this or number one this best selling this blah 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 blah, and through our relationships and other people in in certain groups that we hang out with, I started to look at it because so many of those people were doing the same things and it had no meaning. It wasn't quite as obtuse as check me out on Good Morning America, but it still carried some of that same frequency or energy Mm -hmm. that I didn't want. And so I changed my signature to res ipsa which means that which stands for itself. And what I see you empowering people with your boot camp is that which stands for herself. And the thing that always comes to mind when I think about what you teach people to do is someone that has her own TV show now uh, that has done what you teach so well and her name's Dr. Pimple Popper. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and I'm thinking to myself, the first time I see Dr. Pimple Popper, number one, I think this is disgusting. I hate <laughs> it and I never want to watch it. But then two, how the heck does she have more subscribers on youtube than my entire pro football hall of fame the most famous popular sport in america football and the greatest heroes in football and dr pimple popper (laughs) has more subscribers but that's what jen gottlieb teaches that's what the super connector media company does is understanding three things how do we strengthen your signal?
0: not uh, uh,
1: anybody else's not what's missing or what you don't want not some made up standing in front of a house you don't own or a lease car you know pretending yeah. as if you're someone but how do we strengthen your signal and then even more importantly through this idea in the boot camp I call that spectrumization meaning how do we get more channels to tune into you mm-hmm. right so initially when you start you, you may only 97.3 is the only place that that would understand what you're saying. But through what they learn at the boot camp, we get all the stations from you know 95 all the way to 105 on your radio. That's called spectrumization. And then finally, what I love about you is you're above the game. That there's one thing to be clear on what you're saying, but to utilize the nuances of how you immediately dissected what I did, the psychology of what I did by using my authentic self inorganically just mentioning in the context of mm-hmm. the story yep. what we want people really to do. And in subconscious and consciously, builds credibility. How do you teach people these three things? One, to strengthen the signal. Two, spectrumization. And then the most difficult is this technique of clair- clarification.
0: So we're secretly a personal development company. We yeah. use media as the gateway. That's to Boom to personal transformation. That's <laughs> so good. It but it's so true because here's the thing, many of the people that come to us, they're just so they don't want to put themselves out there. They feel like self-promotion's gross and, you know, like they don't want to be markety, they don't want to be salesy. They don't know how to talk about it. They don't want to be the person that says, "Look at me, I was on the Today show." And they think that's the only way to do it, right? But it's not. The way that you did it is exactly what we teach, and it's so beautiful. And really it's all built around Changing the mindset, and here's what we teach people, which
1: is, by the way, an extra title that I left out when I announced yeah. you, right? I, your chief mindset officer, which mm-hmm. I, I wanted to get to, and it's like, yes, you are a mindset officer,
0: yeah, because that's what media is about. That is, and if you come at it from a different way, then. I, I will actually say you won't be as successful because you need to flip around the mindset and make it not be about you and what you can get and make it about the person on the other side of the television, the person on the other side of the phone looking at the publication that you're in, look reading whatever, listening to the podcast. How can you help them? And instead of thinking about helping millions of people, think about one. So we teach people H-O-P-E, help one person every day. And if you can just wake up every day and think about that one person and talk to them, amplify your media as if you're talking to that one person. You're sitting across from them and you are just trying to help them. It takes your ego out of it. It takes you're, It's not about you anymore. It's about helping someone. So you don't come across braggy. You don't come across like yucky and markety and egotistical. You come across as if you are really providing value. And when you do that, you are your most authentic self. And people connect to authentic people. And so that person's going to watch that show or read that publication or listen to that podcast. They're gonna feel deeply connected to you. They're gonna go take action. They're gonna go promote it to their friends. And then there's gonna be a snowball effect that happens because they're gonna show up as better people. And then the people that they're around are gonna show up as better people. So when you help one person every day, it's just, that's what that's what that's how it works.
1: And then the other side of ego, just to finish up, is I think the most detrimental and interfering to building a brand, uh, to public relations and connecting uh, media, as you call it. Um, and that's how do we get the most successful people, the most talented people, the most authentic people to feel comfortable in elevating their own brand, meaning you know, posting and you, look, there, there's a rule I have. And I make up statistics all the time. In fact, the only statistic I like is 99% of all statistics are made up. But about 10% of the people, no matter what you say, Mm -hmm. are going to love you. I'm almost encouraged. I I might do this this weekend. Uh, We're both speaking at an event. I might stand for the 20 minutes that they give me and just say, the, 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 for 20 minutes and see what happens. (laughs) I know it's going to happen. 10% of the people are going to come up to me and go, that was amazing. I see what you were doing there. It's so interesting how you're teaching consistency and frequency through just saying the same. I love that Dave. You're, you're the only one that has enough courage to do this, right? Great. And then some of the people in the 80% will try to figure out, but it will raise curiosity, (laughs) but they won't hate it, which is annoying to me. But then there's 10% that if I did the opposite and brought out the genius like was on my a-game like getting to the level of frequency and awareness that I've learned from Sadhguru Deepak or Jack Canfield like my mentors my Mm -hmm. heroes there'd be 10% that'd be like that sucked you're an idiot and the reason I bring this up is that we have great authentic brands of people that can share and empower so many Mm -hmm. but yet they can't get over the first step of putting it out there Mm -hmm. because they're afraid of people laughing, scoffing and make fun of them. And then even worse, the ones that do make the investment, they do a podcast, they, they wanna build their brands, they come to Jen and then Jen, you give them advice going, okay, you're willing to do this, but then they get really discouraged because they don't wanna do it all the time or they don't like the negative comments from people. How do you teach them to one, to feel comfortable in exposing themselves or elevating or illuminating themselves. Mm -hmm. But even more importantly, how do you get them to post enough and to create enough content where it actually can resonate with people?
0: Mm. Okay. So the first thing I'm going to give you is a quote that one of my mentors gave me. It's one of my favorite quotes. When you love yourself as much as you care what other people think, you will change your life. I love that. So love yourself and stop caring what other people think cause not everyone's going to like you. And Do you that's think just it's equal
1: to or greater than if you love yourself more than what other people think or is it just if you love yourself as much?
0: We care so much about what other people think of us. If we just loved ourselves that much, I'm serious. If you just I, That's why I brought it up,
1: perfect answer. If
0: you just love yourself that much, everything will change. And then again, it's not about you. It's about the other person. So if you are so focused on helping other people, it will feel easy and effortless to post every day. Because I wake up and I think – I force myself to – listen, this is not the – the initial thought is not help one person every day. I got to do a lot of work. I work really hard to make my life easy. Like I got to wake up and get in the mindset, remind myself, think about that person that I'm helping right now today. And that then I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to talk to her. I got to talk to her right now. I got to – I have to. It becomes a must that I put out content every single day because I'm talking to someone. I'm not thinking about, oh, what do I look like to other people? Because if I thought about that, which I used to, I would never post because I'd be like, that's not good enough. That's not perfect. And then the other thing I would say to people, this is another statistic or a percentage, and I, I want yeah, your it. thoughts on this one. <laughs> so I don't believe that human beings are ever a hundred percent at anything. We don't ever believe a hundred percent in anything. We don't ever do anything a hundred percent. If we did, we wouldn't be human. That's like crazy. We always have a little bit of doubt. We're always not perfect, and that's what makes us great. So the thought of thinking, oh, I I need to be 100% ready to do PR. <laughs> I need to be 100% ready to post. If you think that, you'll never do it. So what I tell people is you just have to believe a little tiny bit more than you don't. 51%. Get to 51%. If you can get to 51% of believing or 51% of courage, you can go get that tiny little win, that little action step, and that'll maybe get you to 52 and then maybe 53. And then you can keep moving up the ladder. But if you wait till 100%, you're never going to do anything.
1: It's so funny because, you know, obviously we coach a lot of people. And one of the things that is in the forefront for me to empower someone is to get them to understand what you just said. And the quote that I use to understand what you just said is the only thing that will die in your lifetime is your limitations. Yeah. And, and the very last limitation is your body. Mm. And so it is completely equitable to you couldn't be 100%. As long as you have a body, mm-hmm. which is being human, yep. then we're limited. Yep. And limited means that we are somehow interfering with the 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if we change our focus like you do with Super Connector Media, like you do with your TV boot camp, to say, wait a second, you are... Whatever it is, for me, it's happy, healthy, wealthy, Mm -hmm. and worthy. Mm -hmm. And I shifted my perspective as you teach people to figure out what am I doing to interfere with it, Mm -hmm. that that Mm -hmm. limitation. How Mm -hmm. can I knock off the extra 1% of limitation? Mm -hmm. And I think back to it'll be five years at this Super Bowl that I was blessed to be working with, you know, AJ and Gary Vaynerchuk for their sports agency. And they all wanted me to meet Gary, who I didn't really know. And he said, you should do this media stuff, kind of like you encourage people. And my initial reaction was not a chance. And we traded, you know, advice and mentorship for years. And for the first year, his only advice was me to post more. And what he was telling me is let some of these limitations die. Let let your limitations die. Think Mm -hmm. big, think often and think more. That's truly what you do, Jen, what your company does, why you are the chief mindset officer as well as the co-founder of Super Connector Media. I am just so blessed to have you in my life and I am blessed to have you here with me, the great Jen Gottlieb, the Chief Mindset Officer. Thank you so much for joining me.